Hi, good day, good afternoon. This is Unfiltered with Said Girl Nadia. Now, before I get into things, how are you? Honestly, how are you? I mean, we've been juggling a lot, a pandemic, a revolution being televised and Ebola and then kidnapping, human trafficking, rape. It's so much. It's just a lot to juggle and I don't know about you but I've been trying to limit my time on social media because I like to be informed, yes, but I also don't like um, to be overwhelmed with information because then I don't process it as I should. But honestly, you could you can answer this question like I'm right there. How are you? How are you feeling? You know, you're allowed to take a break to just want silence and peace and not want to see all those things. It's it's healthy. It's okay. Don't let it overwhelm you. But before I end up talking about that, which is not what I wanted to talk about. On this episode of Unfiltered, we why do I say we as if it's okay I (laughs) am going to talk and you guys are hopefully going to listen I am going to discuss um women's inhumanity so this title or topic is inspired by a book that I've been reading by Phyllis Chesler she's a feminist but she's been at this feminism thing longer than I have, child, okay, and usually feminist literature bores you to death, listen, I'm not lying, okay, every freaking feminist that you'll ask that's dedicated and takes the time out to read feminist literature will tell you, it's not really fun, I mean, the most fun and um short and to the point literature that I've read on feminism is by Chimamanda, and that's great okay his is like to the point summarized kind of but it's like to the point you get the idea but then you find other literature that's just like wow this is so overwhelming will i even finish this book but this book by phyllis chesler is so great i love it it's it's absolutely like a refreshing side to feminist literature although it's it's kind of like an old book i mean i would say chimamanda's stuff is pretty recent and chesla's stuff is not so recent but i don't know where i've been i don't understand why my mentors never told me about this book but her book is titled woman's inhumanity to woman right um and so it's like she talks about a lot of things in this book and i'm still in the process of reading it which is why i think i'm going to part this in three um three episodes so this is part one of women's inhumanity what she what she basically means by this and i'm not here to discuss the book really but i'm here to take or discuss some stuff that she talked about in the book that I feel like I've witnessed and I've probably taken part in, you know, without knowing what I was really doing because I was naive and young at the time. And now I know better, right? But she's basically talking about how 
women as much as we like to say that men are such aggressive beings and they are so cruel to women women are cruel to other women as well it's like why are we not talking about this why are we not having conversations about this i cannot tell you how many feminist conferences i've been to and this never comes up it's always just patriarchy misogyny no one ever talks about the role that women play in enforcing patriarchy or the role that women play in enforcing misogyny as if it doesn't happen and so chesla argues that based on research because she kind of takes like a collection of anthropological work and merges it into this book she talks about how women's aggressive acts you know they're not really documented they're not really reported as as um vigorously as they report men's violent or aggressive acts because they rarely end up in bodily harm you know chances are if a woman is having an issue with another woman they may fight it out but chances are no one will really get hurt or they take other roots like starting up a rumor to tarnish this this person's um image or reputation or spreading lies about this person or gossiping or having them shun from a social group that they really wanted to be a part of making sure nobody befriends them you know she's like this little ex may look like oh but like that's not a big deal right like why why are we talking about that that how is that awful like how is that mean listen yeah when i started reading this book i was like wait what did she just call me out because i remember being a girl in high school and being okay finding a group of girls talking about somebody and me just being there like oh she did that oh that's nasty you know that's bad that's awful and it's like i didn't get the the other side of the story from the girl that's being talked about but it's also like where did i get this confidence and this entitlement to just think i can sit there and have an opinion on somebody and not even really try and understand the context you know why this girl is even a topic of discussion in the first place And so those are the things I wanted to talk about. I am going to make a few points. I am going to touch on them. I'm I'm going to try not to be very uh over expressive so that this is not a long episode, but I will try very much to get to the point although I'm kind of a bit passionate about this stuff. So that is going to be really hard, but I feel like I've I've just been singing my way through this episode now and I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um I 
have a few points, okay? What I'm going to touch on in this first part of Women's Inhumanity, which is what I'm calling this topic, is women like to engage in, you know, spreading rumors and saying all this awful stuff about a girl that they feel threatened by, right? Why? Uh, where did this tradition come from? I get that women many a times have been socialized to compete, right? To think that the next woman in a room is your competition and you should by all means do everything to, you know, remove the competition. But it's like, are you, are you being serious? I mean, let's, let's uh, just think about it for a second here. What do you gain from tarnishing the reputation of another woman and blocking all her ways from being successful, just basically ruining things for her? I mean, do you sleep better at night? Does that automatically mean that you have a chance at being successful? Then name, I don't get it. Like, a bit of competition is healthy, don't get me wrong, but women always take it too far. And that's because we've been socialized and we think that it's okay. It's okay to sit down with a bunch of women and talk about another woman and insult her and degrade her in as many ways as you can without even knowing her. Without, It's like the minutes that you spend talking about this person, what have you done really i watched an interview where gabrielle union was talking about how that used to be her you know you hate someone you despise someone you think they're competition and you gather all those people in a room and you want to talk about this person and like ruin their image and she was like but all you've really done is have this other women thinking about this woman then because listen if you if you can out of nowhere or if you just find the pleasure in sitting down and tarnishing and, you know, bad-mouthing other women, that says a lot about you than it says about the other woman. I mean, it's okay for you to be into different things and them being into different stuff, but you don't get to condemn another woman for that, okay? If she wants to make her money by sleeping with older men, and you think, oh, that's so unethical and like, I wouldn't do that. Great. Good for you. Okay, so go do what you think is the best way for you to get money. But don't tell this girl what to do with her body, with her time. And don't tell her how to get her money. That's what I'm saying. That's like point number one. Why is it that we women easily indulge in gossip and spreading rumors i mean i don't do that now i can say but high school me thought that shit was fun i'm not even going to sugarcoat it i've had a lot of growing up to do and when i read this book i was like shit at some point i was part of the problem it's it's honestly it wasn't a nice feeling it wasn't a nice feeling but I know better, I grew up, I, I learned and I knew better and so now I don't indulge in stuff like that. But it's like you find grown-ass women that still think it's okay to just sit down and talk about other women. And honestly, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why that comes so easy for women. 
I mean, I'm not, we're not talking about men here. I'm not going to say men don't gossip. But my point is when women gossip, right, or spread a lie or some rumor about another woman, their intention is to hurt. And that's where the inhumanity comes in. Because, like, we have so many things we're juggling, like trying to fight the patriarchy, dismantle it, and then misogyny on top of that, rape culture on top of that, and all those other things, and try and get, you know, abortion legalized in so many countries, try and put an end to child marriages. And then you have women that just want to sit in little circles and degrade other women. For what? I don't think anyone makes money from shit like that. And if you do make money from shit like that, my question is, how do you even go to bed? How do you sleep at night? But second, my second point is, I'm not sure if I, because I feel like I talked about a lot of things there. Um, so if point number one was not clear, you could hit me up in the DMs. But what the point I was trying to make with point number one is we need to stop if you're listening to this and you do this shit, you need to stop. I need you to understand that the next woman, the woman sitting next to you or the next woman in a room is not your competition, is not your enemy. That could be your sister. That could be your mentor. That could be somebody you could learn from. But instead, you choose the route where you fuck up even having a relationship with them. For what? Honestly, for what it doesn't make sense to me it shouldn't it it definitely should not make sense to you either i mean if you sit down right now and think about it why just why just have some reflection over why you think it's okay to do that to another woman it's horrible it's awful having a woman shunned um, by a social club that she wanted a part of to be part of to be a part of that's like that's like in other words saying there's probably a group of girls she wanted to befriend and you go around and you say all these things and then now they don't want anything to do with her because you lied about who she is and also it's like women why are you so quick to believe horrible stuff about other women Okay, somebody walks up to you and says, Nadia is A, B, C, and D, and you're like, oh, okay, let me run with that. Why are you so quick to believe that? Why can't you say, oh, okay, that's how you feel about her? Great, but I feel like I want to get to know Nadia for myself and experience her as a human being for myself before I can, you know, agree or, like, disagree with you. But why is it that women... You find women who genuinely... (laughs) They get so happy once they hear that, you know, a certain, a specific woman that they don't like for no reason is having a hard time. That shit makes them so happy. It's the kind of happy that should make you sick to your stomach. Honestly, if you enjoy and you dwell excuse me if you enjoy and dwell in 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 and dwell in the misery of other women you are the problem you are part of the problem point number two how do women feed into the misogyny and patriarchy notions listen if you entertain bad-mouthing a woman or calling her all these derogative terms for the sake of entertaining men or for the sake of getting their approval sweetheart 
here's a newsflash. There's no difference between you and that man that beats women. What you're doing is emotional abuse. What he's doing is physical abuse. But at the end of the day, the common denominator there is what? abuse my sentiments exactly you cannot say you're for women but when it comes to entertaining men you put women at the stake you are willing to let a woman burn so you can entertain this man so you are in their good books or you are on their side so you could get i don't know what respect i honestly don't know what type of respect that is if that means throwing another woman under the bus and women, you need to stop that shit. Third point. As you find women that indulge in this. Oh no, I don't have a lot of female friends. Because you know, females are so dramatic. Yari yari. I'd just rather befriend a male. Listen. If the type of friends you attract are women that want to sit around all day and talk about other women and gossip and badmouth other women. Then that has a lot to do with you as well. Because why is it that women feel that comfortable sitting in your presence and talking about shit like that? It's because you entertain it, right? So stop making it seem like it's the other women and you are like this. I'm not like like you're this woman that's not problematic at all. Because believe me, you once you put your foot down and tell people, this is the shit I'm okay with us talking about. And this is the shit I definitely do not condone. Nobody is going to come to you and talk about shit that you don't condone. Trust me. You teach people how to talk to you. You teach just the same way as you teach people how to love you. Okay? And where you put boundaries, people will respect. Where there are no boundaries, people will fucking ice skate all over the place until you put your foot down. So to this women, if you say... Um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a lot of female friends because I don't, I feel like I'm not good or I don't have a neck for picking like the best females that bring out the best out of me and I bring the best out of them. I just, so I usually just befriend the males because, um, you know, that works for me. That's fine. You know, if you're going to talk about why it is you have more male friends than female friends. Can you try not to trash women in there? How do people not understand this? There's this phrase, right, that when a boy loses at something, society goes like, oh, he's just a boy. You know, he lost or whatever. No big deal. But when a woman fails at something, they don't say that woman failed. They say women are a failure. Which is why I honestly do not understand, for the love of me, why in 2020 we still have women who think it's okay to trash talk, to demean other women and despise other women for no particular reason but just because they felt threatened when this woman walked into the room and they think, well, since she's such a threat, let me do A, B, C and D. Was that the third point or like the fourth point? Because now I'm getting to the fourth point. My fourth point is... (laughs) Women. Women. Especially you women who have this audacity. To be at a party 
and you see you know another woman walk into the room and automatically your energy is off you for some reason do not like her but you have never ever seen her before and it's like everyone else there is giving her all the smiles is welcoming is friendly and then there's just you acting like she just stole stole your spotlight or you know she stole something of yours and never gave it back and now has the audacity to be in the same room as you but you've never even met this person before now usually some women just like brush that off and they're like ah nah you know that's her problem i'm not even going to deal with it or entertain it then you find women like me who don't condone that shit cuz if i walk into a room and you look at me and talk to me and demean me with your eyes and if you talk to me like you and i have met before like i stole something of yours you are going to tell me right there in that second what it is that i stole i don't let minutes go by i address that shit so for some people they'll be like oh no i don't like confrontation so i i've i avoid being confrontational it's like i'm not confrontational at all but when i smell bullshit i want to address it right there and then and usually ladies you'd be surprised that when you ask this women what it is you've done to them that they're acting this way the f- one thing they always say is i have no idea what you're talking about really that's just how i am no i wasn't giving you any bad vibes bitch please just the same way you have this sixth sense this intuition this gut is just like how every other woman is in tune with hers okay women are more in tune with their gut more than men are i don't know if research has been done on that but i'd like to believe it's usually like that cuz that's just how i've seen it um <laughs> unfold but listen if you're listening to this right now and you're one of those women that feels like it's okay to just be in a public place a social gathering and be the mean one be the bitch or the bitchy one to other women stop that shit like i'm not i'm not going to say go jump off a bridge because we don't want people committing suicide and i don't want people dying i'm just saying i don't know maybe you want to consider moving to another gender you're not helping women you are taking us a step back you know we're trying to move forward where women are united work together and look out for each other then there's you It's like there's absolutely no reason for you to be standing in the way of other women and right now you're standing in our way with your bitchiness because you are so insecure about God knows what. Listen, if you have other insecurities, you need to work on them. A beautiful woman walking into a room does not take away your beauty, okay? Another woman walking into a room does not mean now you're sharing the spotlight. I want to say that women both of you can thrive in the same environment the issue is that society likes to pin women against each other and we buy into that you find women that don't buy into that then you find women who buy into that a perfect example is the Cardi B and Nicki situation but usually when we have a male rapper come into the music industry 
how many people say oh guys let's see who's better mcmill versus jay-z or how many people would say oh guys um who's who's better uh lil wayne or i don't know any lil what lil dirk (laughs) yeah but my point is we don't have society pinning men against each other but we let society pin women against each other and when i say society i say it it's i'm basically referring to us you find a lot of women in there and a whole lot of men in there and then you find women that are okay that are okay with another beautiful woman walking into the room because they know that woman's beauty does not take away from my beauty her talents do not take away from my talents another woman doing something that you do and being more successful and it then you are does not mean she's your competition does not mean an, annihilate her does not mean go around saying all these awful things about her how about you learn from her why is it that the first thing for some women is i so fucking hate her i need to get her out of the picture why can it never be how did she do that you know, I want to ask her. I want to learn from her. It's like, what can I learn from this woman? Please let this be your, um, your, how do I say it? I want to say your goal. I just want to say, let it be the first thing that comes to mind when you see another woman doing something and succeeding and working gracefully. Ace ace what what is that what word am i trying to say (laughs) yes working gracefully at it and the first thing that comes to mind is how can i learn from her let let that be the first one then um oh i hate her oh oh no she probably slept with someone to be able to do that or yeah she's sleeping with she's probably sleeping with men to be able to afford that or to do that Yes, women, I'm not saying that they're not they're not women out there that are sleeping their way to the top. They are. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I need you to understand that. Just because you wouldn't do it and you feel like you've been cheated does not mean you go out there and you say nasty things about this women. Okay? And of course this women sleeping with men to get to the top, to get things done are feeding into the narrative of misogyny and patriarchy and they are taking us a step back but that is not what i'm discussing right now in the first part of women's inhumanity i'm saying this little ex this gossiping having someone shunned from a social group spreading lies and rumors about them so that people can view them in this bad light you know discrediting their work that's the inhumane part of women that we are not discussing because it doesn't you know it doesn't result in bodily harm but many a times it kills somebody's confidence their self-esteem many a times it could make somebody else suicidal now honestly do you want to be the reason why somebody is suicidal do you want to be the reason somebody takes their life because you were threatened by them for no absolute reason for fears that just in it, little petty insecurities that should not even be there when honestly i need you ladies to remember this this is what i want you to take away from this podcast 
the next woman in a room, the next woman to your left, to your right, is not your competition. Write it down on a paper, paste it somewhere if you need to remind yourself every time. But I need you to understand that. Stop walking into rooms thinking every woman I get in there is my fucking competition and I'm going to war, so let me be war ready. We should be fighting together and not against each other. And that's all I had for you on part one of Women's Inhumanity. Join me again next week for part two. This was Unfiltered with said girl Nadia. <laughs>